Animal Magnetism, exploring animal care for creatures great and small, conservation and preservation in today's world. Find out what a single voice can do to make a difference in the lives of animals. Animal Magnetism with Carolyn Hennessy starts right now on UVN Radio. Yes. Yes, we love the applause. It's what we live for. Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to Animal Magnetism. I am your preservationist and conservationist host, Carolyn Hennessy. We have a wonderful guest today. She's back, I think, for maybe the third, at least the second time. Yeah, 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 yeah. But before we get to her, my co-host, Andrea Compton, also my producer. Say hello, Andrea. Hello. Hello. Coming to us all the way from just outside Seattle. How's the weather up there today, my dear? A uh, little on the chilly. We had snow, snow. and sun yesterday. So, okay. normal day. Yeah, well, as I say, Cal- Southern California is always back here waiting for you. We also have uh, what, who, the man I consider to be the Alpha and the Omega of the preservation and conservationist world because he's my animal mentor, my very, very dear friend, one of my besties, Dr. Gray Stafford. Hello, my friend. Back. He's just become a perennial staple on this show. You know that, right? I mean, you're, it's like it's me and Andrea and now and you. So now, yes, so you. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank and you. how are you today? I'm great. I'm getting over a little bit of a cold and a little bit of jet lag. I was in a in Europe last week at a conference. I gave a keynote address at a European conference. So. And where in Europe of one of those fabulous cities? Uh, outside of Rome. Well, and it was wonderful oh, to get well, the invitation. It was the European Aquatic Animal, uh, uh, Aquatic Mammal uh, Association, and it was just awesome. So lovely. How nice for you. Okay. Anyway, yeah. um, <laughs> we have <laughs> we have as our guest today returning to us one of my favorite people, uh, because her philosophy, her perspective, her entire mindset is so in line with the goals of this show and and my goals as a as a as a humane individual and that is Dr. Robin Gansert who heads up entirely American Humane uh whose motto is first to serve and we're going to talk about that welcome back to the show my friend oh Carolyn thank you so very much so thrilled to be here well it's it's wonderful to have you because uh, I as as far as I still know I think I'm still and, th- and this thrills me more than anything, uh, an ambassador, a celebrity ambassador for American Humane, giving voice wherever I can, and that includes this show, helping out with the Hero Dog Awards, judging, um, which is always so incredibly difficult. But again, and I wish you would do more on the West Coast because I would be there, can always get to the East Coast. So many of your things, for instance, the Lois Pope Foundation, which is a staunch supporter of American Humane, does so much on the East Coast, but come out to the West Coast. You know, more, 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 more. So, so I can be there. Um, we're going to get some updates from you as to as to what American Humane has been involved with lately, and that's you know the flooding, the wildfires out here, uh, Irma. Uh, what's uh, what are the others? The um, Irma and Harvey in and and yes. Yeah, so, but but first. Let's talk, and Andrea actually has the first question for you, and I think you've answered it before, but for those of my listeners who are new and have not heard you speak on this show before, Andrea has what I consider to be the most important question, so take it away. All right, Robin, in all of your uh, ex- 
experiences with animals, um, which animal connected most with you that led you down the path that you are on today? So which animals connected most with me? Hmm. What animal led you down this path that you are now traveling in your professional career? Yeah, was 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 it a was it your first childhood pet or what? What animal you looked into their eyes and went, oh, okay, I get it. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm for you. Well, you you know, this is one of the hardest questions ever anyone could ask me because every single animal that I get the pleasure of looking into their eyes or hugging or just spending time observing their behavior, I absolutely have a love affair with each and every one of them (laughs) because I just think they're so magnificent. But my my very first uh, dog in my life was Buttons. And Buttons was a little cocker spaniel in Jacksonville, Florida. And as a puppy, you know, we just paddled around. And I'll never forget Buttons, Coco, Daisy, Rosebud, Gatsby, Chaz, all of these incredible animals that have been in my life and in my home over the years. I feel so felt so fortunate to have them uh, uh, as my best friends. And uh, then I think about the incredible whales that I got to see just a few months ago in China. I think about the incredible dolphins I got to meet, you know, just a week or two ago and outside of Rome where Gray was as well. Got to think about the incredible walrus that I got to see and meet, the service dogs, Lex, the service dog, who just, mm-hmm. I think, every time I get to see Lex and, and his uh, wounded warrior that he serves every day, I just, uh, my heart just grows in two sizes each time I have an opportunity to be with an animal. Mm. Fantastic. Mm. I, could, I could not agree with you more. Were you and Gray at the same conference in Rome? I was at the pre-conference before Gray arrived for uh, the next round of the conference. So I met with some ministers in, in Italy too, advocating for for animal welfare oh, issues, wonderful. and uh, I was it was wonderful. wonderful. So a busy time in Europe just a few weeks ago. I know I know that in certain in certain European countries and countries that are not the United States, uh, animal welfare laws uh, can be far more lax than they are here. So good on you uh, for for advocating. Outside of the U.S. and and everywhere, Gray. If you had told me you were going to Rome, I I would have given you some wonderful restaurants to eat at. What a shame. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's talk, Robin, about some of the things that 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 American Humane has been doing lately. Because the mission first to first to serve wherever animals are in need of rescue, shelter, protection, or security. That mission is so succinct, and and so on point and you believe in that so strongly and what are what are some of the things that because i mean we have you there are four major programs from what i from what i understand america uh, america's heartland i mean um humane heartland the wounded warrior uh, dog program uh the uh, certification for uh, animals in hollywood and there's one other which i should know of course because i'm, I'm an ambassador um, rescue and, and the rescue, of course, of course. So, what's been going on with each of these? Oh well, first of all, Carolyn, I have to thank you for serving as one of our national ambassadors. We're so proud to call you a member of the American Humane family, Please. and let me just tell you that we're so proud to have been able to serve so many, so many uh, incredible families, two and four legged, in California, right in your own right. backyard with our rescue efforts, right with those incredibly horrific wildfires. American Humane was boots on the ground for our rescue programs. We delivered 
tons of food and emergency supplies to an animal uh, shelter that just was right in the middle of so many of those fires. Uh, And we were thrilled to be able and honored to be able to help. And then, of course, for our friends in Texas and in Florida, Hurricanes Harvey and Irma, the worst disaster season that we can remember on record, we we deployed every single one of our rescue resources, our trucks, our volunteers, and boots on the ground for, for oh, really, most of the fall responding to disasters around our country. But particularly Harvey and Irma, we found ourselves running mega shelters, which are where the humans and animals, you know, evacuate together. We were responsible for animal care and several thousand person plus mega shelters and then we were reuniting animals after hurricane harvey 200 animals we were able to reunite with their families and and then in irma with all the flooding in florida after irma we were deployed our american humane navy this is a gift thanks to the beautiful victoria principal she gave us the gift of a many small boats and we were out mm. using those boats where we rescued cats dogs ducks goats i mean just uh, an incredible amount of work in the state of florida after irma so our rescue teams have been so mighty busy responding and we're getting ready to gear up for spring disaster season season of storms is getting ready to to launch here you know after march and going into april we just expect rounds of tornadoes and you know certainly we gear up for summer hurricanes flooding and american humane's always there first to serve to rescue our animal friends what was that picture tony that you just had of robin with was that was that a was that a monkey mm-hmm. oh that's fabulous oh that's you, oh. Do, you have my photo with my <laughs> monkey friend is crystal <laughs> So talk about one of the best animal star divas of all time. That's Crystal, who's the star of 40 major motion picture <laughs> films. You've seen Crystal and Night at the Museum. And, and ah. uh, goodness gracious, she's uh, yes. in uh, well, The I... Hangover. She's the famous monkey in The Hangover. But about every single capuchin monkey that you've seen in film over the past decade has been our great friend Crystal. And she just won our, our animal star diva of the... Uh, of the past decade award um, just about a year ago in Hollywood. Well, so I'm loving the gown. The gown is fabulous. <laughs> I mean, I want to know who her dressmaker is. You know, it's, it's, I know. A, it's interesting. It's hard to keep up with Crystal and her well, wardrobe, I'll tell you. Exactly. I get the quarterly reports that American Humane sends out, and I read them thoroughly. So I know... By, with the pictures, the pictures that you 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 put the, in in this in this quarterly report, the stories, the life changing, life saving, life altering stories that you put in, and it's so fascinating to me to listen to you speak about the things that American Humane does, the things that you can point to, and say your donation dollars. And we're gonna. I'm gonna have you give, you know, every every place that, that anyone can donate to the website, um, the web page. You can point to things and say, "Look, we're doing this. This is how many we've saved. This is how many we've fed. This is how many we've reunited. This is how many we have put uh, together with a service dog. This is how many dogs are graduating from our program." And I just am trying to figure out truly the best way to let the public at large know this as opposed to 
some of the organizations, uh, well, uh, it's my show, I can say it, PETA, <laughs> that you can ask them, what have you done? What can you point to? What structure, what rescue vehicle, what program have you put in place that will save animals as opposed to what PETA does, and that's kill animals? And they can point to nothing. And I am desperate to get somehow the message of what you do, what we do out there so that people will say, I do, I, I no longer wish to send my dollars, you know, my celebrity dollars, my political dollars, whatever it is, to this organization. I want to send it to American Humane. So, as, and I, I will, I will repeat this offer if you need me to do any sort of PSA, anything that will get the message out there because I speak fairly well and I speak very well when I have a script. <laughs> so, so uh, Actually, you speak well without a script well, because you are a passionate advocate for every single thing that is what it means to really be humane. And, and I so appreciate your voice and your platform and how you utilize that to really ensure that people who wish to be educated about the humane movement do have the facts. And Carolyn and Gray, there's one uh, incredible fact that I want to share with you today because we really care about each donor dollar that comes into American Humane. It means so much to us that someone entrusts their hard-earned money uh, to saving animals. We today have a statistic that's stunning. 92 cents of every single dollar donated to American Humane goes right to program, directly wow. to program. I may cry. Whereas the other... Other organizations are anywhere between 50 to 70 cents per dollar. 92 cents on every single dollar goes to program at American Humane. So that's directly to the animals. Well, and I think that's a stunning statistic. 50 to 75 cents or 70 cents, that is, uh, is I, I think, and you, you know more about these statistics than I do uh, at, at this point, Robin, but I think that's high. I mean, you look at certain organizations where 2%. Of the dollar yes. of the dollars that 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 come in two two let's okay let's be generous and say three percent on the liberal side, three mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. percent goes back to the animals. That is insane. So if right. we if we I'm 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 throwing the gauntlet down and saying, Robin Gray me Andrew anybody, uh, let's get a team together and figure out how I can be of more service in terms of getting this message out to the public at large, because I have never been more proud to be associated with any organization, uh, and, that includes the, and that includes the Screen Actors Guild, um, than, than American <laughs> Humane. <laughs> Seriously. Thank you. Um, so so Thank let's, you. Let's, let's see if we can put our heads together. Now, speaking of donor dollars, I, <laughs> I did not realize that you had partnered, American Humane had partnered with Chicken Soup for the Soul, that incredible, uh, again, mind-altering, life-altering, life-affirming series of books that just, I think, just started with the one book title, Chicken Soup for the Soul. And now mm -hmm. it's into animals and there's medicine and there's, I mean, there's, there's, a, there's a, a wide swath. But you, but now who came to who? Did American Humane or did, did it go to Chicken Soup or did Chicken Soup come to American Humane and say, hey, we want to do this? Well, first of all, let me tell you, we're so honored that Chicken Soup for the Soul, which is the kind of this iconic American brand that just 
is all about goodness and love and compassion and making our lives better. We were so honored when they approached us to be their animal welfare partner. Uh, And we said, my goodness, how lucky are we? And they invited me to write the forewords for their animal books. For for, for every book. Yeah. Yeah, we we were so honored. So every every time someone buys an animal book from Chicken Soup for the Soul, the dog really did that. The cat really did that. Um, all those uh, books, every single book sold, there's a percentage of proceeds that go right to American Humane work and. We're so thrilled that they're also the official dog food now for our Hero Dog Awards. And uh, they've also allowed us to partner in an incredible opportunity to deliver a million meals to shelter animals around our country. So, And, and that's called so the Fill a Bowl, Feed a Soul campaign? Yes. Is that what that is? Let's that's talk about that. Exactly. And we're so thrilled because that allows us to go into rescues and shelters, particularly those that have been impacted uh, after disasters in California, after the fires in Louisiana, after the floods and storms in Florida and Texas. And we've delivered so many meals to uh, to shelters and rescue groups thanks to Chicken Soup for the Soul. Uh. I've read the the four. I've I have I have a couple of books. I have uh, the cat really did that, and the dog really did that. I don't have mm-hmm. my very good, very bad dog, and my very good, very bad cat. I don't have those yet. I, but but well, I will get those to you because I, just, I love them. I just and you love them. Read about my very good, very bad dog and my very good, very bad cat. Yeah. both of those. Yes, well, and Great and story. I and I have three very good, very bad dogs, who mm-hmm. who constantly escape oh, <laughs> just just oh, on on a, on a on a side note someone keeps leaving my gate open and i keep my my back gate open and i keep making sure that it's locked and i got a call at general hospital while i was filming on friday saying hi this is one of your neighbors um found your white dog sitting in the street and your other dogs oh, were oh kind of and i just it's like they lose their minds. Fortunately, they still they still find their way back home, but they are very good, very bad dogs. Very, very, very <laughs> bad dogs. And when Buster the Wonder Cat brings a mouse into the house, I say, because I have no mouse problem, but I say, you're a very bad, very good cat. <laughs> because, I love that. It's like, okay, I love do your thing, do your thing. Um, so you're... What I love about the forewords that you have written for each of these books, you have great, great terms, you know, for, for, for people who love cats, every day is Catterday. Love that. Yeah. And, and, and you have to be prepared when you have a cat that you're going to get catitude. <laughs> That's which, right. <laughs> which I get all the time. And in these forewords, you share the themes of some of your favorite stories that are, because I think it's 101 for each book, and you share just, you know, what, what really touches your soul about each one, some, you know, the, the rescues, the therapy cats, the ones that save lives, the ones that are just goofy and fun and playful. But in each forward, you do something that is so smart. You describe, you, you describe the per- what what are the conditions to be a perfect pet owner for cats and dogs uh you believe that if if you believe that caring for a pet for 15 to 18 years does not seem like a lifetime and i know so many people who don't want to get a cat because it's like oh you know it's going to be so many years it's like yes it's so many years of of love unconditional love when my cat jumps right. on my computer and lies down on the mouse and i'm like i have to reach under my cat to get the mouse 
it's <laughs> it's it's joy. It's absolute joy. Right. If you look forward to having your ankles rubbed by an affectionate, loving creature, don't mind sharing your house with someone who sheds. Don't mind sharing your house with someone who will never clean up after his or herself. Love a housemate who will randomly and regularly entertain you with outrageous and silly antics at his whim, not yours. And then you, gen- you gently give a whole list of things that you, that, you know, the must-dos for each animal. Diet, vet yes. visits, microchipping, cleanliness, the advantages of adopting two or more when you do adopt. And you finish with, of course, this. And while you, en- and while you are enjoying this collection, whatever collection of stories you happen to be reading, dogs or cats, know that Chicken, chicken Soup for the Soul is generously donating part of the proceeds from your purchase to the, of this book to American Humane, allowing us to save more lives of our animal friends. And you obviously do the same thing for the dogs. It's wonderful. It's just wonderful. These are, they're great, great intros to the books, but also great primers. And, uh, and that's just so smart. So incredibly Thank smart. Thank incredibly you. Incredibly smart. We, we really want to use these platforms to educate and hopefully get people to open up their hearts and homes, go to a rescue or shelter group, you know, today and, and uh, bring home a new best friend who needs a second chance. And many of us humans need second chances. And I think when we're able to uh, bond with an animal, it just makes us better humans. It really, really does. There's we need no a, a lot of people in our world today to have an animal in their lives because we'd be a better race. Human race would be so much better. Oh, there's absolutely no question. And and the statistic that floored me, and I cannot remember exactly who told it to me. Gray, it might have been you. Uh, at any given time, there are more dogs and cats. Forget all the other animals. Dogs and cats in the United States than there are people on the planet. And that's roughly 10 billion dogs and cats. And if everyone got one or two and took really wonderful care of them. Yes, I think I think a lot of the problems of humanity, the aggression, the violence might be stopped if they if they really were to take care of these these pets well because they do change us. They change our DNA as humans. Absolutely mm-hmm. no question. No question. Gray Well, on that same theme, you know, Robin, one of the things that I've been impressed with excuse me, American Humane over the last few years that I've gotten to know you and some of your principal um, staff is you not only recognize that there's this human-animal bond that Carolina was just talking about, but you promote it, you celebrate it, you defend it. And touching back on the earlier question, we have these groups that almost want to break that bond, that want to separate animals out of our lives. And some of them have been very, very successful if you look at their financials. So I guess my question would be, in addition to things like Chicken Soup for the Soul, what can we do? What should your fans do? What should your supporters do? What should people who love that human-animal bond, what should we do to uh, make sure that there are more resources for American Humane uh, and they're, they're taken from those who want to kind of disrupt or, or, or prevent that human-animal bond? Well, great. Thank you for that. And, you know, I just encourage everyone who loves an animal to really get familiar and educate themselves through platforms such as this show, uh, through advocates such as both you and Carolyn, to get to the bottom 
of what is going on in the humane space. Uh, we are very proud of what we do every day. We're humbled by the support that we get. We're so deeply honored to serve this mission and this space as we've done for well over 140 years as this country's first national humane organization. And we just, uh, we need to join forces with those who have platforms like this to get the word out. We're, you know, really proud of our program efficiency. Um, I like to let people know that if you love an animal, um, know that American Humane has been, has the oldest track record of working with solving um, problems that hurt animals for than any other institution in the world. And today we have the largest hoof print or paw print of, of any group working in the cause because we go to bed every night worried about over 1.5 billion animals that we touch every single year through our programs. And one of the ones that you and I both know, and actually everyone in this program knows, is our conservation program called American Humane Conservation. And it's an opportunity for the world's best zoos and aquariums to achieve our gold star status, our gold standard status, uh, which is done through an independent audit showing that animals in human care indeed have opportunities to live uh, in like presidential lifestyles. These animals are really um, so important uh, to represent to showcase institutions in the space are doing a great job of educating, great job in conservation, and importantly, a great job in being on the front lines to fight the sixth mass extinction. Yes. And yes. which is caused by us humans. Yes. And so we want to make sure that people know that you can't protect what you don't love and you can't love what you don't know. Exactly. So America wants everyone to get out to you. The zoos and aquariums get children in the next generation exposed to wildlife and really help to fight uh, to fight the good fight for animals to be the voice of animals uh, through our conservation efforts. Uh, Robin, uh, Robin and Gray, both cor- correct me on this, even though I, I spoke in front of members of Congress on this. Uh, let's just make sure I, I have it. I have it correctly. You have for this program. You have independent auditors who, if a zoo or zoological institution comes to you and says, you know what, I want that, I may be accredited by a, another organization, but I want the American Humane seal on my window. When people come up to the ticket window, they can see I've got the, 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 the American Humane seal of, of accreditation, which means that I have risen, this institution has risen to a higher standard. And if a zoo doesn't, if if an independent auditor says, you know what, I'm sorry, so-and-so zoo, you have not risen in order to, to this level in order to get this seal, but American Humane will help, will, will help you fix the, the, the badger enclosure and the, and the rhino enclosure. Is that, that, that is, is that correct? We will, we, you will, you will help them achieve that goal. Our goal is to uplift every single facility where animals are are living, and we do that through cooperation, serving as a trusted advisor and partner, and really do our goal is to uplift the standard of care to the gold standard that was identified by the top scientists, ethicists, and behaviorists around the world, which includes our very own Dr. Grace Stafford. That's right. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. So, so if an, well, so if an organization wishes an audit does not does not uh, meet the standard, there all hope is not lost. You will work with them because I think that's so important, so that it gives them hope to give their animals hope. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's talk about um, one of my favorite programs, and that's Humane Heartland, because I don't think. Uh, many of my listeners, I, they may know because I have loyal listeners, but for the new, the newer ones, it's been s- so difficult for me to bring meat into the house. And I'm a carnivore. I've tried going vegan. Best, you know, best of God bless those who can. I've tried going vegetarian. No, no good that is. So yes, I, I enjoy bacon. But it's been extremely difficult for me to bring meat into the house, knowing that it's been knowing that odds are it's been factory farmed, and the conditions of factory farming. So uh, let's talk about the conditions of factory farming. But before we do that, there is a list on the hum- on the ma- on the American Humane website of vendors of meat vendors, turkey, chicken, uh, um, uh, <laughs> cow, beef. I don't know why that went went out of my head. Pork, <laughs> lamb, and these have all been American Humane certified as humane. So if you order, it might be a little more pricey, but if you order meat from these vendors, you can order it with a clear conscience, knowing that the meat you are getting was humanely treated, start to finish. It, and and I I love that because it takes the guilt out of a bacon and lettuce and tomato sandwich for me. It really it, it, it absolutely does. But let's let's talk about some of the progress that uh, Humane Heartland has, has has been having. Thank you. And and by the way, I love a, a BLT too. In fact that sounds good this afternoon. Yeah. That may be my, yeah. my my lunch today here. You know, um, American Humane believes that every single animal on this earth deserves a humane life. And importantly, a humane death as well, because, you know, boy, if we could have that for humanity, we would be a much better planet. Uh, American Humane, in the year 2000, recognized that there was growing calls for change on our heartland, in our farms and ranches. Um, So many farmers and ranchers that I meet every day will tell you that they care about their animals more than anything. And that's really, really the truth. But what they were looking for back in the year 2000 was an independent third-party assessment to define what it is to be humane for their chickens, for their cows, uh, for their pigs. And so American Humane, again, convened a leading group of scientists to this very day who work hard to update those standards to define what it is to be humane for those farm animals. And we represent now 12% of, of U.S. Animal protein production, really proud of that. 12%? Yeah, 90% of cage-free eggs are American Humane certified. So we've made great strides in uplifting the care for so many animals. But as my mother reminds me, there's a lot more animals in this space that we need to continue to fight for and to advocate for. So we look forward to working with farm producers, farmers and ranchers to, again, give them that 
gold star standard of what it is to be humane so that we can continue to, for those of us that choose animal protein, we can rest assured that animal was living in humane circumstances and certainly had has a better life than those living in conventional. Uh, uh, well, I was thrilled, uh, certainly around Thanksgiving, to see that Butterball, Butterball turkeys, that's one yes. that's that's certified American humane. So everyone, yes. when Thanksgiving rolls around and it's, it's considering it's March and it was just January first yesterday, uh, Thanksgiving's rolling around very quickly. So <laughs> butterball butterball turkeys. Gray, do you remember when you yeah. and I were uh, speaking in front of Congress and uh, we had dinner with the wonderful Amanda Bowman and yes. and um, Axel's Ax- service dog Axel. And his his companion, whose name totally escapes me right now, and that's wrong. Who was that? <laughs> that was um uh, who, who the uh, Axel's Axel's handler is Jason. 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 Yes. Yes. And he was so live, and I'm just just right out of my head. Welcome to my life. Um, how is that program going? That program is so is just wonderful, and it culminates, I think, every year with with the American Hero Awards. And and I know I I adopted uh, or, or or donated to help um, trains the next level of service dogs that go to our wounded warriors. But let's talk about that program for a little bit. Oh well, thank you. This program is near and dear to my heart uh, because I recognize every single day. 20 of our heroes who fight in the front lines in the war on terror in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other theaters of conflict, 20 a day commit suicide. And 184 every single day are diagnosed with PTS or TBI, post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury. So American Humane sought to find a solution, some sort of systemic change that we could implement that not only would help the human end of the leash, but also help with the incredible amounts of animals that are being euthanized every single day in shelters around our country. So how could we take the dogs that needed a second chance at life and certainly our human heroes, those military service members uh, who are veterans seeking an alternative path to healing after, you know, being diagnosed with PTS. So we created our Shelter to Service Dog program, and Carolyn, thank you so much for your support of this. We're now uh, in our fifth class of uh, taking service dogs, or training service dogs. These are dogs we've adopted out from shelters around our country, identified them based on a series of scientifically based and identified um, parameters so they'd make a good service dog, put them in a long training program, and then we match them with veterans. These dogs are given free to veterans. They cost about 30000 per dog to train, and then we give the veteran and the dog team uh, access for a full year of mental health counseling and services to make sure that service dog's a good fit and really making a significant difference in improving and enriching the lives of our veterans. One of my favorite programs is this because I do know we're saving lives on both ends of the leash. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. And I, and I read the stories. I, I see the videos. It is is heartbreaking and so uplifting at exactly the same time. It's well, just and, wonderful. And, 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 this, and is, um, this is a great example of why I think more people need to hear about American Humane and what you're doing, because this is something that people on either end of the political spectrum can get behind, right? We all you know, praise and, and appreciate what our men and women in service do for us. 
most people appreciate animals to some degree. And this is the kind of safe area that American Maine offers to people on either end of the spectrum to get involved, to donate money and time and resources to, because unlike some organizations that, you know, are animal related in some way, they have a <laughs> tendency to be one political persuasion or the other. Whereas this is something I think the whole country can rally about. Yes. I, 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 I agree wholeheartedly with, with Gray, Robin, and, and again, I'm so eager, chomping at the bit, to assist in any way I can to, on a much broader scale, get that word out to, and plaster the, you know, the, 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 the bus stations, the, the bus stops with posters and billboards and commercial, whatever, whatever needs to be done, absolutely whatever needs to be done. Um, and when you trot those those puppies out at the at the end of the Ameri- of the uh, American uh, the Hero Dog Awards, it's like you just want to take all of them home. You want to take all of them home. Yeah. And, and by the way, judging for that is maybe the hardest thing ever. It's far far harder than judging uh, Emmy Emmy videos. Uh, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, um, we tough. only we only have a couple of minutes left. Um, Robin, when people donate. Can they? First of all, I want. I, first of all, I want to make sure that we have all the um, the websites, Tony, mm-hmm. up on up on this this show's site. And what what? But what are the websites where people can go and donate? Uh, we uh, would love for uh, listeners today to go to AmericanHumane.org, AmericanHumane.org to to donate to find out more about our programs. Of course, you can follow us through our Facebook page at American Humane. Our Twitter is at American Humane. Uh, and learn more about what we're doing uh, every single day in the space of conservation, in the space of, of farm, and space of rescue, and space of military. Uh, and uh, I, I hope they'll be proud to know that, uh, again, we're first to serve in these areas, and we're still fighting the good fight 140-plus years after our founding. Absolutely. If, if someone, if, for instance, comes from a military family and specifically wants to donate to saving lives on both ends of the leash, to the, uh, to the pairing of the, to the military dog program, can they do that? Can they, can they ask that their dollars go to this program or that program, or is it just a general Absolutely. Pro- Yeah. Absolutely. It's all you can do. We can click and you can go down to the drop boxes of which program you'd like to restrict your donation to or just, you know, to unrestricted to all of our programs at American Humane. And again, rest assured that in 2017, we were yet again named one of America's great nonprofits. We received an A from Charity Watch. I love when we get that A grade. That means we're doing really good work. Golden Guide Star. And we've achieved all 20 for the Wise Giving Alliance through the Better Business Bureau. Whereas just this week, I think it was announced that some of the other national, one of the other national humane organizations, Organizations lost their Better Business Bureau accreditation due to some uh, institutional issues they have. Please don't confuse that situation with American Humane. We have achieved all 20 in the Wise Giving Alliance and, again, have the BBB uh, certification tuned. So if, we're really, uh, really proud of our If I knew what that organization was, I'd say it because I can. <laughs> and I will find out what that organization is, and I will say it. We'll, we'll uh, tell you after the show. Will you tell me after the show? Well, some <laughs> someone will tell me. Neither of those two will tell me. I'll find it on my own. So you know, uh, and but on the on the next uh, the next episode, we're going to announce. 
<laughs> what organization lost their accreditation with the Better Business Bureau? Because I love I love doing that. Um, thank you. We are we are at the we are unfortunately at the end of our time, listeners. There is no better organization for animals, for the preservation, for the conservation, for the humane treatment of animals. There is not one organization that is better than American Humane, led by the fabulous Dr. Robin Gansert. Uh, and and her incredibly amazing staff. Thank you Karen, so much, Robin. You. And my staff thanks you, and our, our volunteers thank you, our constituents all thank you. I think they would say four paws up, pawtastic, that we were able to spend this time together Absolutely. and wags and hugs coming from Absolutely. all of Absolutely. Please come on the show again. Yes, please. Absolutely. Wonderful. I'd be honored. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Gray, parting parting words? No, I just think people need to inform themselves and go to the website at AmericanHumane.org and learn about the programs that I think appeal most to people who love animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andrea? And I was going to just say that also your donations support the Second Chance Grants, which is through American Humane, and that's financial assistance to help those rescues out there. And what a wonderful program. If you don't know about it, go on the AmericanHumane.org site and apply for a grant to help your rescue or your local shelter. Have uh, them apply. I think it's pretty much. I think it's a. Per, I think it's an actually perfect organization. I'm never. Uh, that's it. That's it. Maybe it's the only one I know of. <laughs> All right, listeners, we've had an incredible show today. Go to AmericanHumane.org, and if it's even if it's twenty five cents, if it's a dollar, anything and everything helps. And uh, rest assured that this this change and i know that uh, it's you know spare, spare pocket change even that's important to everybody these days but it's really important to those who have no voice who cannot speak for themselves and that's the animals and understand fully that your donation dollars are going right to help the animals 92 cents of every dollar goes to the animals and even if you don't have animals think about those who do all right, so we will see you again in two weeks. Uh, thank you for joining me on this episode of Animal Magnetism. Andrea, thank you again. I adore you. My producer and co-host, Andrea Compton, Gray Stafford, the Alpha and the Omega, thank you so much for being with me. Again, taking time out of your Sunday, and Dr. Robin Gansert, always a pleasure, and I look forward to speaking to you again very, very soon. Once again, I'm joined by the handsomest man in radio, Tony Sweet, who operates the board. Awesome. Thank you. And yeah. listeners, in Everything you do, always remember, conservate the, help, help cultivate the preservationist heart within you, and that will elevate your status as a human being. We'll see you again in two weeks. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye. <laughs>